G'day, and welcome to the Wing It Podcast. Illinois, they take out Marsh Magus. They win it for sure. Max King, 50 goals this season. Yeah, Eduardo, he's my better today. He'll take out the Galaxy. James Harden, MVP at $10. G'day, and welcome to another episode of the Wing It Podcast. How are we? Going very well. How are you, Cam? Good, thank you, mate. Growing out a bit of a beard at the moment. Yeah, a little patchy, a little prepubescent, but yeah. we're trying something, you know, to experiment. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Well, you can check that out on the YouTube on the YouTube feed. Yes. Um, so all videos, all episodes from now on will be available on the YouTube feed, won't yes, they, they Cam? Yes, they will. Yeah, 100%. So, no, a really exciting episode this week. Uh, had another week of footy, and there's been no Thursday night game this week, so... It sucks. Just it, ruins like, a, it ruins a week. Yeah, this week just feels like it's gone forever. Yep, it does. Like t- tomorrow would have normally been footy day and pretty much the weekend started, but... Now that's slow grind. Yeah, but... Anyway. Yeah, it's been a slow, cold week, but hey, on to, uh, on to bigger and better things. We've got a really good episode coming up this week, don't we, Cam? We do. Good week of footy. Actually, an interesting week of footy. Yeah. A few blowouts, a couple of close ones. It was... Um, and one of the better games of the season as well. Yeah, one of the great ones. Best games of the season so far, I'd say, so... But yes, obviously, we'll go through our review for the round that was. We'll preview next week, of course. And we'll have our hot wings at the end. And we'll actually remember to do our player of the week this week. Yeah, so the player of the week the last few weeks has been a bit dry yeah. and non-existent. Uh, yeah. But hey, look, that's all right. There's going to be Fine. plenty more to come. So that's what you got to look forward to. you got to look forward to coming back. Just like with Matt's multi. Yeah. Got to look forward. But yeah, anyway. That's true. Anyway, let's go through what the round that was, Dogger. We'll yep. Kick us off. So, uh, yeah, the f- first game of the round, the Tigers absolutely pumping the Saints. Who so we were pumping up, to be fair. I actually tipped them in one of my comps. You're kidding. At the, at the pub. And, oh, geez, they really looked good at quarter time. And I was thinking, gee, I've got a smoky here. And then it just fell apart. Yeah, it was shocking. I don't know what happened. It just looked like a completely different side from last week with the tackling pressure and pretty much everything about the game, to be honest. I guess we kind of under we we did say this. How is there is there a chance that Richmond actually lose three in a row? And we kind of said probably not. Yeah. But we like Saints. Yeah. But no one thought eighty points. No, not at all. That their biggest score uh, since the grand final twenty seventeen, I think, Was it against really? the Crows. Yeah. You're kidding. So yeah, they've absolutely pumped them. And and Jackie Rewalt is on an absolute tear. Did you know through the first five games of the season, Jack Rewalt has never had as many goals as this. Yes, 17 really? goals. Yeah, never. Wow, and I don't even feel like he's tearing up the competition that much. And yeah, Jack Revolt's been, he's a common medalist, for God's sake. So, Three time common medalist. Yeah. yeah. It, so each of the common medal seasons, he had uh, 10 or fewer goals. Wow. To this point, he has 17 at the moment. So well, that is the way the key forwards are going this year, isn't it? So it shouldn't be of surprise, but it yeah. is still surprising because it doesn't feel like he's been that dominant. But Not at all. There you go. And I guess Tom Lynch has taken a little bit of a step back, hasn't he? He's been a little bit underwhelming so far. Yeah, definitely has. I don't know what's really happening to him because it seems like the game's perfect for him at the moment. I know, it does. That lead up Dixon, forward. It should be yeah. the same. They should be both kicking five plus a game and they're not. So yeah. It's more being shared around at the moment. Like surprising. Even look at JJK, who you'd think be kicking six a game. Yep. you got Oscar Allen and Jack Darling kicking yeah, five. Yeah, you're right. So. No, this is true. I was just looking here. Saints kicked three goals after after quarter time. You're kidding. They, uh, I lie, four. Four goals. Four goals since quarter time. They Gosh. kicked three goals in the first quarter and kicked four for the rest of the game. That's just, that's woeful, isn't it? Meanwhile, see, Richmond slapped on 17. See that? I think I might be tipping the Saints this week. We'll get on to that, but just because... <sighs> they really 
They need a they need just a rocket up their ass again, and they're going to get it. We love the bounce back games. I'm yeah. all for bounce back games, but gee, they're really pushing it on me right now, aren't they? Oh, big time. It becomes a time where there's bounce back games, and you're just genuinely shit. Yeah, and I reckon they're sort of teetering on on that fence. Yeah, the moment, Brisbane aren't were they? teetering on it, but they anyway. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll on, move to, the, on. on to the next game. So I was talking about how Darling and uh, yes, Darling and Allen were sharing it around, and they definitely did the other night against the Magpies. So. A rematch of the uh, prelim, no, the semi-final last year. Yes. Um, of when uh, Collingwood, won by yeah, a point, didn't they or two? Yeah, or two points something or something like that, like that. and they went game. over. It was called the impossible game. Yeah, it was. And they and they, they won it, out. so it was amazing. But they came back this time with no Mason Cox, who absolutely dominated the last time. So I was interested by that. I don't think anything could have saved Collingwood for this game. No, not really. Not um, even Darcy Moore going forward. No. <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? And I understand everyone saying, well, why would you take out your best defender when you're coming up against probably the best two key forwards in the comp? Yeah. Darcy Moore is a terrible defender. If you actually look at Darcy mm. Moore's stats when he's playing one-on-one, he, I think he's nearly dead last in all of them. I yeah. saw, I, saw, I think it was a Fox footy post that he's a great intercept marker, so clearly they're losing that. But he's, not gonna, he's never been a lockdown defender. So I think if he's mm. defence... I think Allen still kicks five, and I think Darling probably still kicks five himself. Yeah, like I Harry McKay. No Harry McKay kicked five on Darcy Moore. Exactly, and they said he had a great game. Yes, yeah, um, so he's had apparently an All Australian lock after that game. Yeah, and he's actually had the most marks taken on him in one on ones this year of anyone else. He's not a lockdown. He's a great intercept, but he can't do the lockdown side. So I like, you know, I applaud Buckley. Yeah, good on him for taking like the him. risk, and he actually looked good. And you it know what? Very, very good. I think Buckley should. Take the punt and do it again. Yeah, I would like to see it. I think he has to. Especially with no Jordan Ridley in the back line. Exactly. In this week. You're he taking looks... out Collingwood's Darcy Moore. You know what I mean? They're yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they're doing. So, And he goes he goes forward in his first game, kicks three goals. It's yeah. just like, you don't do that for your shit, do you? No, I think he's, I think they should do it again this week. And I love, Brody, after, but... I love Brody Grundy forward as well. That might... I think that that's the missing piece now. I think... Well, not missing piece. They still shit. But um, that just gets rid of having Cox. Yeah. Pretty top. much ultimately. And Grundy just took the game open himself. That was unbelievable. If Collingwood had a few more players playing like Grundy, they might have won that game. Yeah. He always struggles against uh, Ningna Nui normally yes. around the ground. Most do. And yeah, not wrong. He's an absolute weapon. But gosh, this week, Grundy just took it to him big time. And, oh, it was, and was like almost best on ground, to be honest. Probably the best game I've seen Grundy play in a long time. Yeah. If two players hadn't kicked five and then a couple of players hadn't got near 40 touches, then yeah. he would have been like best on ground. Oh, 100%. But that's just how good the Eagles were. They, yeah, Plus take nothing away grass. from Eagles. They were dominant. That scores, what's that? Uh, tw- just under 30 points in the end. 27, I think, for quick maths. Yeah. Um, it's, it was a 50-point win. That mm. last quarter, they took the foot off the pedal, and Pies got a few back. But Collingwood, I mean, uh, West Coast, really impressive. And um, they continue to be a team that will be playing finals just because of that home dominance. Still don't think they'll play finals. They'll be playing they've, finals. They've still got like <laughs> 10 games to play at home this season, so... That's probably 10 wins. Yeah, you say up there. 10 wins, yep. Yeah, but the Demons have beat him at Optus before, so we'll probably do it again, to be fair. Righto. But on to the next game, Kim. Yep, boring. Do we, let's go real quick. Dogs beating Gold Coast by a lot, no surprise. The question I have about this game, why were we watching it instead of the Sydney Derby? We watched this game with great with great attention, didn't we? We did. We did yeah. not deviate for this game for one second, purely because we had our balls and the house on Josh Dunkley for most touches. Group, group two. two. At wait for it. $4.20. Group two. Group two. And he won group one as well. And most on ground. So, oh. Probably was, the, maybe the most for the whole entire round. I almost feel bad for Ladbrokes. Like, 
There's more spare. They're both are dumb enough. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Like, Josh Dunkley group I saw, two. I saw him group two and I put like three or four dollars on it. And I was just, I was a bit confused. I sent it to Cam. I was like, Cam, I feel like we've been like scammed here or something. There's got to be a mistake. Like, he must have like broken his leg and he can he's only play it. Yeah. He's, he's got something. Just, but no, he absolutely dominated and he had an unbelievable performance as well. 151 DT score. The number one DT player for total score this year, Josh Dunkley. Mental, isn't it? Like yeah. everyone thought he was the one that was going to get edged out, but yep. they're just playing so well with like seven midfielders at the moment. It's really <laughs> impressive to see. Who can't play midfield in this team? Yeah, exactly. It seems like everyone sort of is at the moment. Poor, but yeah, not much else to say about that game. Bulldogs. No. They got the job done. They look great. They are spreading the ball around beautifully. And poor old Gold Coast. And Marvel, going to Marvel and playing the doggies, where does that rank in your top three? It's four for me. Or top five. You yeah, think it's four? It's the fourth hardest game you can do, I think. All right, what's the hardest game? I think Richmond at the G. Yeah. I think West Coast in Perth. And this is very much against what, I, what I've said about Brisbane this year. But I still think from going off last year's form... And a little bit this year, going to the Gabba and playing Brisbane will be a bit harder. Yeah. But I can't you know, believe you one week away, I think if Bulldogs hit this up, then they're, they're, they're past Brisbane. I can't believe you haven't included the Demons in Darwin, but oh, that's all right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, hard. so it's going to be really, really hard to beat the Doggies under that roof. And I don't see many yes, teams it is. honestly doing it this year. If, no, neither do I. If they drop it two or three games, I wouldn't be surprised. So. Oh, yeah, no, they've Big. their home ground advantage in this start. They're locked in for a top five spot. Yeah, definitely. Probably top six at the worst, you would think. At the very worst, yeah. But no, the next game, Cam, we we just had a huge call calls on this game. We knew we, we knew the Giants were looking. We, oh, we just something about them, wasn't we, it? All we did was shit can the Giants at the start of the yeah, year. Yeah, did we ever? And now we've come out and said, yeah, look, Giants will one hundred percent win this game, and they went and did and so. Josh Kelly, so. what a goal! Giants should have won this game by a hell of a lot more. No, Nine I don't even want to talk about goals, that. 17, and specifically Toby Green, Doggers Coleman medal. He could have actually won the Coleman on the, on Saturday night. He would be leading the Coleman if he... What did he finish? If one he seven. still had three binds. Yeah, 1-7. One 1-7 seven. One seven with one out in the full. So nearly 10 shots on goal in a game to finish out with one goal. Pretty much. That's and he handballed one off as well. Ouch. Yeah, it hurts big time for my Coleman medal bet. And also, I called him as my hot wing... I said Giants to win and Toby Green to kick a bag. And he did. He kicked a bag of points. So I didn't no. specify what bag it was. No, it's true. I said he kicked five or seven and he, uh, five or six and he actually impressed me by kicking seven. So. It's not exactly right. Yeah, good on him. Good Seven's on Uncle Toby Green. So, no, he's an absolute weapon. And what a game. And what a game from Buddy Franklin. Yeah. And five goals straight. Great game. It's unfortunate he's now down with a, yep. at least I'm out for a month. Bone bruising, and they're like, calling just it. Can't pull them together anymore, can he? No, it's interesting. Not. The Giants. So, um, I think there's two really two key takeaways from this game. Giants, with all the injuries, I still don't know how they're winning games, but they are. Yeah, they won two in a row now, and they looked good. They and look better with the injuries, which doesn't make any sense. Exactly, they kind of do. I was just looking at the next week's game. I thought, oh, I can't go with Giants just because of the injuries. And I'm thinking, why not? Yeah, what does it matter? Off form line right now, Sydney are one of the best teams in the comp, and. Giants look fantastic, and they should have won that game by 30-plus if they if Toby Green could kick straight. So, um, Giants, who, yeah, they. I was ready to sell them off two weeks ago. Yeah. I had my stocks in the, sell, in the sell basket, and they've come out and done it. So, hats off to GWS. And I think this, as I said last week, I think this starts Sydney's slow decline. Yeah, it's a pebble patch. We all knew it was going to slow down, much like Tex Walker's goal kicking. It's going to slow down eventually, yep. and I think it's hit it now. And no fault of their own, though. I want to no. say, unfortunately, Rampy, your, dare I say, your most important player. Probably is, yeah. Heaney, 
your one of the most important players not, going forward. Yeah, he's your he's your mid-sized forward who can mark, tackle, kick, everything. He's so he was nearly an all Australian level. Yeah, teetering. He so was so him going down. He's only out for one to two. They've updated with today. Oh, there you one go. to two. So I'm holding him in my fantasy. But um, yeah, regardless, fantasy classic. Yeah, I'm holding him because I've just got too many injuries. I've got too many things to do. Unfortunately, so he's not a necessity. But anyway, onto the next game. Onto the next game. Um, a bit of a bittersweet game. I don't even want to talk about it too much. I hate um, this game so much. We obviously, myself and Dogger, went, went, we arrived at the airport ready to go to this game at about no, no, one o'clock. Yeah. Just to find out that our flight had been uh, delayed by five hours, I think it was, or four and a half. So we were like going to land at eight thirty p.m. And the game started at seven twenty-five p.m. So we would have gotten to the airport at about three quarter time, <laughs> half time ish, and would have missed the whole entire game. Yeah. So we had to watch this game from a surf life saving club at West Beach. Little bit of a fall from grace from the MCG members tickets we had. Big time. Anyway, great game from Port. Yeah. I was very nervous about this game, and for two reasons: nervous about Port's injuries, and nervous because I, I rate Carlton. Yeah. I think I can put them both to bed now, as much as it hurts. Port's injuries sucked, but we can cover them. Yeah. And maybe Carlton just aren't as good as I thought. They just aren't by the looks of it. They're not really no, clicking at the moment. It's and... so frustrating to be a Carlton fan right now. Yeah. yeah. My God. But yeah. Like Port just showed their class. This is the kind of game that you can easily lose, and it can just send you down those sort of two, three spots on the ladder 100%. at the end of the year. So yeah, it was a it was a big win from you boys, and you're just going to continue to show out like this away from home. It's really impressive. So and we won it well. It wasn't a nice seven point win or a close seven point win. We won that by thirty odd points in the end. Yeah, and we let Cohen kick a lot in that last quarter. We had that game done by fifty. To be fair, big time. So. Uh, very happy with Port. Carl Lane continues to be our top, a top five player for us right now. And he's on a tear. And Ollie Wines, still to this moment, is $81 odds on sports bet. Points bet have realised. Points bet have gone oh, really? shit. Let's bring him down to 40s. Points bet have realised. Sports bet have not pulled the trigger and he's at 81s. He has polled and he will poll in every Port Adelaide win. And he might have at least two threes, if not minimum one. Be interesting to see what the predictor says, but... Yeah, he's that, no one's respect. got any idea at the moment, it seems like. Port's top four side, and everyone's just thinking Boke. Yeah. Boke got tagged out of this game in the first half, had a great second half, but he got tagged out of this game first half. Boke's had the first game, he had three votes, but that's been it. Yeah. He had that other game against North where he had 27 touches and a half, and then didn't touch the ball. And it seems clear to me, not as not as a Port Adelaide fan, that Ollie Wines is obviously Port's best player right now. Yeah, oh, he is our kid. He's your best player, most on form, most noticeable. Yeah. And that's what wins Brownlow is on a winning side. Exactly. We'll be a top, we'll be a top four side, you would imagine. Yeah, 100%. You'd I think, think you would. It, worst case, we should be sitting sixth, I would guess. No, I think you'll be top four. You would think so. So you, then you have to you, then you have to think your best player is in the Brownlow contention. That's just that's Definitely. just math, isn't it? Especially with the numbers he's putting up at the moment. Looking very Third impressive. in the competition for disposals. No one's caring. It's not even a bull magnet. No, he's not. It's not his game. But no. he's stepping up a level and I think it's just absolute value at $81. It's it's unbelievable. So, anyway, no more about that game. The but next no. game. Yeah, the Lions versus Essendon. We were sceptical about this. No, I wasn't. I was. I called 40 plus. You did. I thought Essendon a Lion. Yeah, no way. But um, Essendon just showed what they really are and that's just yeah, a mediocre did. side that yeah. had a couple of games where they're going to be hard to beat and that's what they're going to be. Like this weekend for the Anzac Day, they're going to be hard to beat. But... Yeah, Lions just showed their class. They had Daniel Rich off the halfback. 950 yeah, metres gained. Nearly 1,000 metres gained. Nearly a kilometre gained. I've never seen that before. It's madness, but he just hacked it in the wet and it was just yeah. going to advantage every time with his with his lethal left leg. So, 
yeah, really impressive from the Lions. Uh, Lockie Neal back to his form. and You think so, yeah. 38 touches, couple of goals, 140-odd DT. He's a pig again. I think the only reason that this game was such a blowout was, like I was saying before, Brisbane's home. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a coliseum up there. And when you throw in that humidity and wet weather, that I don't think anyone can beat them up there when it's the, like that. The wet in the first half was ridiculous. So I feel terribly bad for Essendon. This probably could have been a closer game than it really was yeah. just because of those conditions. If I had known that three days at four, I might have gone, yeah, Brisbane probably should get the job done. I mean, I tipped them regardless, but um, unlucky for Essendon. I still think they're a little bit better than um, giving them credit for, especially with the injuries Essendon have at the moment. Yeah. But Brisbane had to win that. I'm not reading into Brisbane yet, though. They yeah. had to win that, and I'm still extremely sceptical. They're at home against Essendon, depleted. You should be winning that by 40-plus, like yeah. you said. I think they're starting to hit a bit of a purple patch here. And yeah, it's going to be really exciting. They've had the roughest start to the year out of anyone. Everything's been against them for the start of the year. Yeah. And they're coming up on some real form at the moment. And they got Carlton next week to really rejuvenate their, their season and come Let's top four, which I think of. they will. Yeah, now exactly. we'll see what they're made of. We will be I'm top. very sceptical on the lines. Moving on. Crows and Frio. I called this. I said Frio win this game, and I was pretty bloody confident about it. So it was all right. I had Frio as my tip all week, and I changed it last second. We should listen back to the last podcast. Did we go nine for nine? Because I think I did. Yeah, we did, I think. I yeah. think I did nine for nine. So I think I called Carlton, just to be yes. different to you, but I think we went nine for nine. Yeah, because yeah. we both went Frio, and I definitely went Port. So and we were both went Giants. So, um, But yes, Frio got the job done. I only watched the last quarter of this, of this game. Uh, from the look of things, Tex Walker could have won the game and lost the game. Uh, yeah, not right. Carrying a bit of an ankle injury, it seems. Yeah, calf injury. Calf, yeah. sorry. And he's uh, under a bit of a cloud for this week. Yeah, might not be in. Might which... be a pain in the ass for my fantasy right now. Big um, time's not what I need. He needs definitely stay on the bench if that happens. Anyway, um, but Frio, I, I've been saying this for a while now, they are a better team than what we're giving credit for. Yeah. They have been unlucky. They've been losing games that they really haven't been out of. And they're showing their class when, as I said this three, four weeks ago, when they're putting that five in the midfield, they win games. Yeah. He is a game winner. I don't understand why he's not in the midfield more. No, I think they were ready for a Sarong takeover and it hasn't happened. And I, but I like what Longmuir is doing now with five playing forward. Yeah. Let's get rest in. And all right, let's get it going now. Yeah. Chuck him in mid for five minutes and then that's when they hit the scoreboard. And dare I say he played mid for most of that last quarter and that's when Frio really put the put the put their foot to the cross's neck. Oh, big time. Like, you saw their midfield in the last quarter. It involved Michael Walters, David Mundy, and Nat Fife. Yep. All game winners. Exactly. That's when you have be. those three as game winners in your team, you yep. just, it, you're going to be hard to beat. It doesn't matter where it is. And Crows are exposed. And poor Chera out yeah, as well. Yeah, he's a really young, nice player too. Yeah, he's a great player. Under a contract negotiation as well. So. Yeah, it's a pain, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, but the Crows, yeah. Exposed. Frauds. We called them frauds. Yeah. And it was a matter of time. Yeah, for me. It, it only was. Yeah, especially at home, like they needed to win this well, they should have to won. prove to everyone. And that's why Sportsbet were being very, 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 very uh, cautious with this game, making only I think it was dollar eighty to two bucks in the end. Crows favourites. I think we all knew this purple patch has to end. And if yeah. Tex doesn't kick you five or six, you're not winning. No. So when he kicks you two goals, three, it's over. And if he's out this weekend, Hawks win. Oh, so, I think they win regardless. I, like, I agree. So, um, but yes, unfortunate for Crows, but like you said, it was bound to happen. Speaking of hard games to win, Port, I mean, Hawks in Tasmania. Only that's a hard game to win. I would hate to say a record there because I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. Obviously, Par- admittedly, they last, they've been a dominant team for 10 years, yeah. but their record is very, very good down and there. Apparently, Tom Mitchell's favourite ground to play on in the NFL. There you go. There you go, because apparently just like the best turf in the NFL. Really? That's what he said, yeah. And it's a really big ground. It is, it's wide. So great for Tom Phillips as yeah. well. Yeah. 
Yes, very true. Get on Hawks touches this week. Trust yeah, me. think of that too. I love it. Love that. But no, the next time, speak of the Hawkers. Speak of the Hawkers. You can have the floor. Yeah, well, the Demons, oh, I came out and I was being conservative. I said we'd only win by 40 and what did we win by 50? On the dot. Yeah, so we won by 50. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Lukey Bruce always does a job on us. I think he scored three goals. He literally scores three goals every time he plays us. I don't know what it is. Nearly every game nowadays. But normally we don't win by 50. And this year is just different. You got Lingers coming off the back flank or and the wing, and he's kicking three goals a game. What's going on with that? You've got Petrarca is just... Oh, my God. He's just amazing. And he'd probably be leading the Brownlow if it weren't for Maxi Gorn. Yeah, Maxi Gorn probably still three votes for him on that game, doesn't he? Yeah, it? so that's why I don't think Petrarca or Gorn are going to win the brown low because I think they're going to take too many votes off each other. And you throw Clary in there as well, who's going to have those games. And every now and then a Lingers or a Brayshaw or a um, Salem is going to come in there and take yeah, a that's couple, an issue. couple of votes. And even like a Benny Brown could take a few votes when he starts coming in and kicking six. Like he kicked three on the weekend in the VFL and then uh, you got Weeds as well in the VFL kicked seven. So. But no, it was just a clinical performance from us and I expect nothing less. We were unbelievable uh, in the fourth quarter. That's pretty much it, though. Yeah, it wasn't the best game apart from that. Clinical was a bit of a call. Hawks were, but yet again, you never really destroy Hawks for four quarters. No, we and Hawks, sorry, Hawks were in. They were, dare I say, down by less than a goal or a goal in that last quarter when they kicked the first goal of the fourth, and then you guys pretty much smacked on what nearly ten unanswered in the end. This like eight unanswered in the end, pretty much. We were ridiculous at the end of that game. I've never seen us play that well. Other than that fourth quarter. That is the best fourth quarter I've ever seen us play. And that's what good teams do, don't they? They win exactly. the games against a tough team that shouldn't be winning, and they pull it out their ass and do it. Amazing. And you did it very well. And we'll do it next week again. We're 5-0. and nine. We'll I don't see. know. I think our first loss will be to the Bulldogs. That's, so, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's a big call. I think that's week nine. Yeah, you won't be going not. You won't be going Ain't no. Nine. Imagine. You won't be out. Imagine. Anyway, last game of the round. Cats and North. Uh, whoop-de-doo. Um... North actually were, you know, now we're in it. It'd be like the Hawks and Melbourne game we just spoke about. Just let it go in the last quarter, unfortunately. Jack Zebel continues to be um, maybe a must-have in every dream team right now. Yeah, it's um, strange to say. It's, he's, he's just tunning it up. I heard a very funny thing. It was They just give it to Jack Zebel because he's got the biggest boot in the side. So it gives them like three seconds to just like recover on defense and then get back to their positions. Because yeah, his, yeah. his kicks aren't going to anyone. No. It's just bowling them time. They are. It, it, but I didn't even watch this game. I, 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 I ended up watching all of it. And yeah, I, I liked what North actually did in that first half. They actually looked competitive. And Lucky Young actually looked really good. And yeah. North, they gave it a shot. And this is why I didn't have them as a wooden spooners this year. I just thought they would be competitive and they would be tough enough. And we're, we're forgetting they've got injuries galore. Like they had Jed Anderson in there. This could be a different game. I'm not saying they win, but it could be a much closer game. Not and not talking about the, the depth they don't have in the yeah. defense. That defense is ruined. There's yeah, no yeah. one down there. Well, they've got two forwards playing out of back lines. Exactly. They've got Aaron Hall and Zebel. They've got nothing down there. So um, they will win a game. If everyone thinks North Melbourne's not going to win a game this year, you're, you're wrong. I think they'll finish with three or four wins. They will get wins. Yeah, um, just grind out wins. They will grind out wins. They probably shouldn't. So um, I have a lot of faith in Noble, clearly. But... Um, too much. Too much faith. But yes, no one to speak about that game. It's just North Melbourne. So. Yeah, like I love my footy and I'll watch every game, but I just couldn't watch that game. Don't know why. No. Just both teams, I hate watching either of their games. <laughs> Don't know why. But that's uh, round 
That's around five. Yeah, round five done. Round five already. Unbelievable, isn't it? Our players of the week. Dogger, who's your player of the week for round five? I have to give it to David Mundy. This bloke was unbelievable. The Undy Grundy, hey? Oh, I got him off the free agency in the draft. Draft yes, league. Yes, you did. 125 for me this week. He had that many kicks. His kicking efficiency was like 90-something percent. He was just unbelievable. He had 10 touches in the last quarter at goal. And just iced it for them. He's, he's unbelievable. A, he's aged like a fine wine, isn't he? He's 35 and you wouldn't be able to tell, would you? He's got. Th- you would look at him and go, yeah, he'll play for another two, three years. At least. Easy. At least. And he's still playing through the guts. So exactly. He's going to be a handy, like maybe half back or forward yeah. like, in years to when come. When he runs out of that so, tank. Yeah. So. It's very amazing to see. So that David Mundy, congratulations. You are our, or my, winger player of the week. Beautiful. And who's yours, Ken? I was tossing up here between Carl Amon, but I didn't want to give the Port Adelaide bias. So I've got Carl Amon was great. I do Carl want to add was that. Fantastic. Twenty-eight touches and a goal and a brilliant goal. Yeah, hundred and ten dream team. And fantastic. I think he had like ninety-two percent disposal okay. efficiency. Oh, he's always high with that. Always. But my player of the week, um, Liam Duggan from West Coast. I love it. We knew he. Oh, we mentioned that morning saying he'll win Group Two touches, and yep. we we're pretty confident about it. I wasn't expecting him to nearly beat Gaff in touches. He finished Ridiculous. with, what, 35, I believe, in the end, and 150 so. on. He top-scored fantasy in the week, yep. with uh, tied with Dunkley, I believe. Yeah. A huge game from Duggan. Um, he was just everywhere. He, it, it, he was so much everywhere, I didn't even notice him. It was getting to that point now where he just had the ball always in his hands that yeah. I was just becoming immune to it. Yeah, like, the, the first <laughs> quarter, I was, like, far out. Duggan's not been anywhere near it. I was about no. to message Cam. And then I saw, I looked at it, and it was, he had nine touches in the first quarter. He was leading everyone. I was so confused. 29 kicks, 13 marks. It's a hell of a game. 29 kicks. Some people won't have that in three weeks. Yeah, not so, right. So, uh, huge game from Duggan. And yeah, here's my uh, player of the week for a big win for West Coast. And an impressive win by West Coast for me. Good on you, Duggan. You're a legend. Now. But no. On to the next week, round yeah, six. Next week. Interesting round. I'm Very liking this round. round. I've got Ruffies coming out my ass for this round. I think I do as well. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, we'll kick it off. With round six, which I a think game I've been looking forward to. Could be, I think it probably will be game of the round. Game of the season at this rate, maybe. It could be because I mean it always is. Yeah, they hate each other so much. I love, and apparently the hatred is like true. Yeah, it's true not hatred. put on. It's not any. No, it's not put on at all. I love that. Do you know what I thought about today? There's a giant, a former Giants player yeah. who is now playing for the Bulldogs, who will be playing the Giants. And who may that be? Adam Trelaw. Yes, he did play for... I didn't think about it. No, I didn't think about that either. But that would be very interesting to see if they get into him because they probably will. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Adam Trelaw revenge game? Oh, God. It Who can't knows? be revenge if it's gone to three different clubs in the meantime. Yes, it can. Anyway, um, for me, I'm taking the Giants. I like it. I I have this stat. I'll say this stat again after. Um, actually, I'll quickly get the stat. Here we go. The most common... Uh, for undefeated starts of the season, most teams... Uh, when you lose your first game, if you're going to go you know, undefeated start, you lose it in round four or round five. That's the most common that undefeated teams go. Really? Yep. Round four, I think it's for undefeated teams, I think 20% of them lose it in the fourth game and another 20% lose it in the fifth game. Then it goes very small from there on out because not many wow. teams can make it that far. There you go. But if you're, if you're undefeated, you get to round four or five and then that's as far as it goes. Interesting. Round six is a different ball game. I think it was about 11% of teams lose it there. Because it, it, they, most of them have already lost it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. round six, I can't... Six and oh is a hell of a start. And I think the Giants at home will knock that down and they will go over the Dogs. Dogs have just been winning too comfortably for me. Big time. They're going to be... I mean, the North Melbourne game. The game last week. I'm probably missing one or two. 
They've just been on clinics. They've been putting on clinics. And what a, a GDL, D, what a GWS not going to allow them to do? What? Run freely, run through oh, the no. center of the ground. It's going to be the roughest game. You I wish the ball was playing. I'd be feeling oh, so much more confident. Yeah, good. But then again, at the same time, maybe I'm happy DeBoer isn't playing. I was thinking about this today because they then use a tagger to tag what one of their midfielders. Yeah, exactly. There's no point. You may as well because you tag Dunkley, you've got McRae and Trelaw. It, it makes no difference who's getting tagged. Yeah. So I think you just play your own game and I think GWS will. I think Kelly's going to get back to his form this game and we'll have a bit of a blinder. And um, I think Toby Green will be kicking straight. And I think Giants win it in a nail-biter. About five points, nail-biter. Yeah, I was thinking this as well. I think the Giants have hit a little bit of form. Last week, as we said, they could have won by about 40. And oh, I've been thinking about Giants all week. I just had, like fantasised them winning and yeah, I, I just feel all. like it would be huge. But I cannot look past the doggies. No, fair they enough. They have been unbelievable Full this season. unfaultable. Exactly. They have just been pumping teams, putting on clinics. And I just think they're going to be too much class for the Giants. So I see it being a really rough game. I don't think uh, Bulldogs will win by much, but I think maybe the Giants might go too far to make it like a wrestling match. Maybe. And won't think about it as a footy game as much. Potentially. You know, it's fair call. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants win because I think it will be a really close game, but I'm going to tip the Bulldogs in this one. I was also thinking that our Giants going to focus on the man too much than the ball. And the actual tactics of the game. And who's the biggest agitator for Jabby West? It's Uncle Toby Green. Yeah. He's acting captain. Do you exactly. think that that maybe goes, oh shit, better not get myself in a bit of in trouble, trouble here. Yeah. I might just tone it down a bit. So these maybe. other guys that no one really cares about, like Perrymans, for example, yeah. they might come out and really be the agitators. And I love that. I yeah. think Jabby West is the perfect team to beat dogs. Yeah. I'm going to back them in. Especially at home, in Canberra. So, yeah, I was going to say, in Canberra, it's always hard to win there as well. And it goes sort of against what, Bulldogs like to play with that fast turf and the Marvel Stadium. Exactly. It's probably so, raining there as well. Let's be yeah, right. I haven't checked is. the forecast, but probably... It might is. be snowing, to be fair. <laughs> Could be. But now into the next game. Saturday, Arvo. Unfortunately, we've got the five Saturday games because they get rid of Thursdays, which Stupid. really pisses me off. Anyway, one fifteen Geelong against the Eagles. Strange time slot, may I add. Yeah, you think that could be a, 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 a prime time game, you yeah, think? Yeah, strange. But anyway, anyway, Geelong and Eagles at Skill, sorry, uh, GMHBA Stadium down in the Cattery. I don't even want to touch this game with a 10-foot pole. In terms of it? Just anything. I just don't even want to look at it. Don't want to watch it. Don't want to look at it. Don't want to bet on it. Don't want to tip it. Nothing. If I could tip just... Someone else can pick my tip for this. That'd be great. Because I don't... Can you put it in the comments what my tip should be? Because I don't even want to look at it. Well, I think you can't bat, You can't go against Giants at the Cattery. And I feel very disrespectful. Or even Geelong. Sorry, Geelong. I said Giants, didn't I? Sorry, Geelong at the Cattery. And I feel very disrespectful before didn't not putting in my top four hardest um, home games, but then again they don't really play that much. So that's yeah, a right. But um, yeah, I th- Eagles travelling. Yeah, I, I think you have to back into long. No, whether it's Dangerfield or not. Yeah, they got Jeremy Cameron back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think I, I might have to take Geelong, but I think I you just have to at home. The only reason is because I hate the Eagles. And Eagles aren't a great travelling team. They're, never they're been terrible. A, they're not a great travel. They've never been. Oh, I wouldn't say they're terrible. No, because they're, they're just suck. They're, yeah, gonna, they, they're gonna get to Geelong. People like, oh, it's so cold. Or oh, hate it here. Or oh, want to go back to my family. Or oh, it's so cold. Oh my god, shut up! It's like, oh, <laughs> give me more grippo. Oh, shut up, Eagles. Stop anyway, like Adam Simpson's gonna be like, oh, they made it so hard for us to win here. Shut up, Simo. All right, Geelong gonna win. Move on. They feel good coming off your chest. Move on. <laughs> I hate that team. Gold Coast in Sydney. In in Gold Who Coast. Who are you taking? Uh, oh. 
This game's really tough. I'm thinking I'm, I'm actually leaning towards the Suns. The Suns will 100% win this game. Yeah, I'm leaning I'm towards so the Suns. I'm so certain of it. Now you take out Franklin again, and these kids are, you know, they're... Slowing down. They're slowing down. they got to. And I even heard talks of... Uh, Resting. Horse thing. You might rest some of them. Yeah. Whether it's Golden or McDonald or Warner Campbell. Campbell exactly yeah. who. No idea. But I think... Gold, and with the talk about, oh, how can these Gold Coast players stay in Gold Coast if it's like this? Exactly. At home, Sydney Swans purple patch is over. Yep. And I Gold, think I'm taking the Suns. Gold Coast has been unlucky to have the record they have. I think they're 1-4 yep. at the moment. They've been all right. Like much they, like Hawks. Much were, like, um, who's everyone was saying, that always in the games. Freo. Yeah, much like Freo. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I don't I, yeah, I don't understand the betting in this one. I don't know why it's so far. Like $2.30 for the Suns. That's value. I think there's value too. Yeah, and I think the Purple Patch has run out for the Swans and it's going to be really hard for them to win this game. And I think they're just going to like, dominate the young midfield of the Swans and... Yeah, I don't know. I, and also, neither team has a Ruckman, so... That was my next point. Yeah. No, Naismith isn't back, is he? No, no, no. Okay. That was my next point that um for Sydney... Uh, sorry, for Gold Coast, their hardest part for the last few weeks has been having come up against Ruckman. Yeah. They finally get a game without a Ruckman. Yeah. I don't know if Hickey's back. No. He's not? No, no definitely I've, I've actually got no idea what Hickey's injury was, but... It was like a they fearing season. Oh, shit. When he was playing really good footy, which yeah, is quite sad. Yeah, fantastic. So, footy. there we go. <clears throat> there without a Ruckman or a solidified Ruckman. So, that takes away the biggest um, negative. I believe Ballard will be back. Yeah, I believe um, there's another one coming back as well. I can't remember. Another defender. So, I like Gold Coast. Buderick? Connor Buderick? Could have been Buderick, but I can't confirm. But there was another one. But regardless, Gold Coast for me. Yeah, I think Gold Coast win quite easily. Like, maybe even 25 plus. I wouldn't be betting on it, but I think they might win. Blues the next game. and Brisbane. At the Is it Marvel. Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Back to back. Oh, I guess it. No, it's not. Cohen had played the MCG and then Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Back to back home games. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, Cohen at home. Um, Cohen have been my go-to team this year. I'm going to do it again. I have to take the Blues. Definitely not. I'm definitely taking the Lions. Hundred percent. I think Lions are back to their best. It might be my bet of the week is the Lions line. Wow, what, do you know what it's at? It's what, they, uh, what, they, what, they, what the odds are? Dollar sixty-two. So it's about minus seven and a yeah, half. Yeah, you'd I think. say. So, so, so about a goal. But yeah. I think yeah, Lions easy on the deck and Marvel. It's going to suit their game so well, and I think they're going to be really hard to beat there. And Joe Danaher to kick a bag. Don't mind it. That's why I reckon. Even on the even Cullen on their fantastic defense, those two tall. They're great. They're great tall defense. They are. They're not a great team defense. No, because that's why they're losing games. Yeah, but they're a great tall defense. No, I don't know. I'll definitely be watching this game quite intently. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think, yeah, the Lions for me in this one. Right, I sure. yeah. <clears throat> That's why uh, third roughly of the week, I'll be going the Blues. Oh, I like it. Melbourne and Richmond. Probably the game of the week. Damons. Really? I don't you're think it's game in? of the week. No? I don't think it'll be a good game. Okay. We'll, Take yeah, your glasses we'll, off. Beat him, we'll beat him by 35, 40. What do you reckon? Nathan Jones, 300. Dusty, 250. Doesn't matter. Three hundred. Only the second Demons player to play three hundred, I believe. Uh, really? Da- yeah, David Neitz is the only other one. That's it for a team that's been around since. How weird is that? That's really actually yeah. quite poor. Yeah, I think Port has two. Really? And we've been in the AFL for twenty years. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, really bad. Only the second player. So, and you look at the the level of player that Nathan Jones is not really the best, but that's really bad. Yeah. Anyway, Nathan Jones three hundredth. You got one of the big boys coming back, maybe both Wiedemann and Brown. I think we easily win. 40 plus. Well, big. I, ho- I hope Brown and Wiedemann are both back because it's going to take a while for that to gel. Richmond win this pretty easily for me. Yeah. Like I just said before, 
it's very hard to win five in a row. You don't win six in a row for me. And Tigers, they showed us last week how good they are. Let's uh, not underestimate the best team of the last five years. If I'm taking my glasses off, I just think this is probably our toughest test, or is our oh, toughest clearly. test yet. And if we can show up here and get the win, well, I think it's cement size is one of the best teams in the competition. I think so too. I think you're a top four lock if you win this game. Yeah, honestly, But if you don't win this game, then you're going to be around that eight to four for me. Because we haven't really beat anyone yet. No. Not anyone of note. Not really. So, yeah, it's a real real test for us this game. Okay, we'll you can only beat what's in front of you. So exactly right. Anyway, should be a cracking game on a Saturday night, and I cannot wait for it. Frio, North Melbourne. I think it'd be a better game than most people think, but Frio in ho- at home. Yep. If it was in North Melbourne, I'd be thinking, oh, this could be a bit of an upset. But Frio at home, easy. Yeah, I think Frio quite easily in this game. It's not yep. going to be a close one. No. At home. They're actually quite hard to beat at home. So and anytime again, you go some of their west. players back too. So, yeah, and Lobs exactly. back to like getting some fitness back into him now. And he's a value, really, really important player of that team for Fremantle. And hopefully Darcy will play as well. He did yep. injure his knee on the weekend. So hopefully he does play as well. But yeah, I'd definitely be taking Frio in this one. But, yeah, I don't think it would be too close, if I'm honest. Now, a nice early one, Sunday morning, 12 o'clock. That's a very early one. Hawks and Crows. I'm taking the Hawks down to Tasmania. I would take the Hawks at Adelaide Oval as well, if it yep. where it was. Crows' just purple patch is over. Uh, Texas has an injury cloud. Even Rory Laird has an injury cloud. Oh, with his shoulder. Yes, yeah, they are. I'm going to... Uh, last I've heard is that Laird will play. Tex, we're still not sure on. Uh, you take out either of those... One or the other, or two, whatever they lose, you take, you keep them both. They still lose. Yeah, I nah. think. Hawks. I, I completely agree. I think the Hawks are going to be hard to beat uh, down there in Hobart or Launceston, wherever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely Hawks for me in this one, and I don't think Tex will play, so that's still even more. And like I say Hawks might not look like they've been a uh, around the around the mark, but they were down to you guys by a matter of points yeah. in the last quarter, and then your class prevailed. And they lost to. Essendon by one point. Uh, no, they, well, they won. beat. They beat. Right, I think it was. Whatever it, whatever it was. Anyway, yeah. but they won or lost by one point, regardless. So they won by one point. They won by one point. Did they? Irrelevant yeah. then. Irrelevant. But um, <laughs> regardless, they came out from fifty points down to beat Essendon. Yeah, exactly. So um, of 40, 50 points at half time. So Hawks much better side than people give them credit for. But um, yeah, they're in no man. Uh, I don't know what you think of yeah, Hawthorne. Both meh teams. Yeah, it's meh teams. Yeah, Hawks are just going to take it. Now the Anzac Day clash that. Usually I love watching with because it's actually a standalone game. I yeah, wish, I true. wish it was on the Monday. I know and it makes no sense. And it's like a, it's like it becomes a day. Yeah, it does. Like it's like Grand Final Day. Exactly. And I know this game. Obviously, it's on the actual Anzac days. I understand that. But I wish it was on the public holiday, the Monday. Have those. Or games if they on, just had different the games on different days. Yeah, I know. Just give it. Yeah, exactly. Or just yeah. give the Monday not Monday game to Port and Crows, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, wish it was by itself. I think this would be a cracking game. It, it, it always is tight, and I think the Bombers will get the job done. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Bombers? Yeah, I've taken my probably my fourth upset for the week. Wow, there I'm you go. taking the Bombers here. Nah, I'm definitely going to be taking Collingwood this week. Uh, I think they would just be too classy for Essendon. Jordan Ridley's the biggest blow. No, that uh, hurts. That is huge. That is a massive blow. He's like their main distributor coming out of the back line. Yeah. He's a great intercept defender. Just a great defender in, in general, sort of organising the play and everything like that. And with the back six. And I think yeah, he's one of the biggest blows that they could have caught. Probably the biggest. So... Yeah, I'm going to take Collingwood in this one. Yeah. And I think Devin Smith's going to absolutely pig out this, this game as well. Mm. Yeah, he's going to be the main distributor. Norm of Smith medal, maybe? Norm Smith. Norm Smith, whatever it's called, Anzac Day medal. Nah, I think Crispy with the Anzac Day medal. Who Crisp. are you going with? Yeah, Jack Crisp, Anzac Day medal. I'm going Dyson Heppel. Because I, I think love he's it. going to get the that. ball out. He's going to be the distributor as well, taking that Ridley role. 
And I think um, he's, and I just don't like, I just don't like anything about Collingwood. And like I said it four, four weeks ago now, Collingwood will lose this game. You Bucks did, yeah. will be out of job by the end of the week. Yeah. So um, let's see if that comes to fruition. Um, yeah. But yes, Bombers for me, and bye-bye Bucks after this week. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's always an awesome game. And yeah, I said last week I didn't rate Essendon at all, but they'll still be really competitive in this yeah. game, I don't doubt. So Yeah. Now, yeah. Like the last game of the round, I'll be there. Port and Saints. Uh, two weeks ago, I was very shit scared about this game. Now I'm not so scared, but I'm not confident. But I'm, I'm never confident about Port games. But um, gee, Saints were so bad last week. Yeah. So bad. But my, what I'm worried about now is... It's, like you said, it's a kick up the arse they need. It's a bounce back game for Saints. And you look they at, get Ron Marshall back in. Yeah, you look at how they got pumped the game before the Eagles game. Yep. They come out, pump the Eagles. Well, even at half time, they were down by heaps. So you, they can really turn around quickly. And I can. think they might do it to you. I think they might. If Houston wasn't playing, I would say Saints can win this. But with Houston, just how important he is to our team, and he should be playing, um, okay, cool. I'm a little bit more confident. I will take Port in a tight one. Yeah, I'll take Port as well. We have a very tight one. Saints played really well at um, Adelaide Oval as well. So they had some crackers against them in the past. Did they beat you last year or nearly beat yes, you? Yes, they beat us last they year. Did beat they you. did beat us last year. And then they beat well, the Crows as well, back-to-back games. Yep. Um, so they were they were huge there last year. Not to mention only two years before that. Took a Robbie Gray goal off pretty much on the siren to beat St Kilda. True. So True. we've had some classics against them at Adelaide Oval. They like playing here for some bloody unknown reason. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. And but... Rowan Marshall and maybe even Paddy Ryder as well yes. could be back. Rowan Marshall's a definite. Yeah. I confirmed Rowan that this Marshall's morning. Definite. And Paddy Ryder's a shout. Revenge game for Ryder, maybe. Revenge game. He was unbelievable last game. So, so no. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be taking Port Adelaide in this one. But yeah. I think it will be a very close affair. And St. Gilda will really bring it to you. I'm nervous. But um, that is round six wrapped up. Gee, we've got, we've got different tips this round, don't we? I'm really excited to see here. I've gone with, I think, four or five roughies in the end. You've gone with a couple yourself. This should be a wicked, wicked round of footy. Yeah, you're not wrong. No, it should be a really good round. Obviously, Anzac round's always really good. So... Very keen for that, but on to Matt's multi. Yeah. It's not been retired. <sighs> I wish I had. Most of my punts that I give out are sort of 7, 7 to 1, 8 to 1, 9 to 1. And this is only like the sixth week. So if I get 1 out of 7, then I'm on, you know? I'm on the normal odds. But no, this week got a really exciting one. Yeah. I'm, I'm really confident with him, with this. I've the actually work out, but yeah. They do. I've actually researched a little bit about this one. So I'm going to be taking, get this. Brisbane at the line. Right. Brisbane at the line, yep. Which is about minus seven and a half at the I'll moment. I'll get the odds up. Yep, continue. And then I'm going to go Zach Merritt for 30 touches. Oh, I don't rule my hot wing. Continue. Oh, is that really? There yeah. you go. Yeah, so Zach Merritt for 30 touches uh, because Collingwood give up so much to um, opposing midfielders. The most in the competition, I believe. Yes. Gave up 37 and 38 to uh, Redder and Gaff, respectively, last week. And Liam Duggan. Yeah, Liam Duggan had 36 odds, so... Yep, I'm going to be going Zach Merritt, and then I'm going to be taking Hawthorne Lion as well against the Crows. Which is currently at plus seven and a half. No, sorry. Minus, minus seven, seven and a half. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Bruce, other one's minus seven and a half as well? Yeah. Both seven and a half. So you got Hawthorne Lion, you got Lions Lion, and you got Zach Merritt 30 touches. Pretty safe one. Is paying a fair bit, so. Yeah. I believe it's paying like six or bucks. seven bucks, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it goes all right. You've got, you've got, you, you had to dull it down a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, like a couple weeks ago, I had like $14, 14 odds. Last week, it was like $22 odds. So just dumb it down, mate. Just dumb it, yeah. Cam Stable's not all about it. Pull it right so. down. So, yeah, get getting the odds in this week and, or getting the odds down this week and getting the betters up. 
Anyway, I like it. That's Love probably it. a better one because you've dumbed it down. But uh, fingers crossed we get a Matt's multi on the board. Will we go 0-22 in Matt Multis? Or 23, how many rounds there is? That'd be very impressive, actually. That would be almost harder to do. All right, that uh, might be my new challenge. No, 23 rounds. I think you're you're paying $2 right now for 0-23. But we'll see how we go. This might be the week. Maybe maybe from here on out, I'll just go undefeated. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Anyway, that's Matt's Multis done. Yep. Love it. Now, we'll move on to the hot wings. You can go first. I'll start off my hot wing. Dogger just alluded to it just then, and he's taken away what I was going to say, unfortunately. But Zach Merritt, I think he has 40. And yeah, I, I was being conservative. What I'm thinking, and Zach Merritt's 40 doesn't really impact the game, though. He doesn't get Brownlee votes, never has, doesn't really get any of that. So I'm thinking a bit of a, I wouldn't say not a multi, but it's just two calls. Merritt, 40, but Heppel gets the Neil Smith, uh, gets the Anzac Day medal. And Essendon win. Yeah, you know, do all three. The Essendon yes. trifecta. Multi that. They'll probably pay 100. Why pay 101? But, um, probably will. Essendon win, Heppel, medal. I don't know what's called. Uh, something. Anzac Day medal. Uh, is it called that? Anyway, Peter Bagco medal? I'm not sure. Yeah, potentially. That's what the port one thing's called. And then, um, yes, uh, Merit 40. So, I like it. Yeah, that's mine. That's yeah. my hot wing for the week. I'm going to go with the marquee game of the week as well. Yeah. Uh, and mine is going to be completely contradictory to yours. Wow. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's going to be Jack Crisp for the medal. Yeah. So I think he's just going to tear up this week. He's going to be the only Collingwood def- uh, midfielder that's going to start tearing up. And he's going to carry the team. Don't think Pendle's going to carve up, as he always no, tends to he do. He does always do. But and on big games. Oh, I think Chris is going to take the team on his back and really win this one for him. Jack Chris. Yep. Interesting. Don't say it, but I'm not going to knock you for it. See how we go. Anyway. Well, that's episode 9.1 done. The exactly. AFL episode. Another wrap. Nice, quick episode. We did well in that one, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it was good. Eh? It was really fluent. Yeah. No, it wasn't too quick. It was normal time. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It was quick. Just about time for our, our game tonight. So we've yep. got a big game tonight. Marquee yep. game. Yes, we do. See how we go. We'll dominate, I reckon. Yeah, probably not. We're no, da- probably not. We're down a player. Yeah. So, um, we'll see how we go. We're talking about netball, unfortunately. I didn't need to yeah. say it, did I? Oh, you didn't. Moving on. <clears throat> anyway, thank you for joining yeah. and uh, listening to the Winger Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. At Winger Podcast. Follow us on TikTok. At Winger Podcast. And also, uh, get on our YouTube as well. This will be uploaded in about a matter of minutes. Yep, and listen to us on Spotify. At Winger Podcast. No worries at all. Thank you for listening. Good night. Ta.